0: Welcome to The Soul Journey, where we will discuss the journey of people, authors, musicians, clergy, blue collar, white collar, and beyond, and find out what drives their journey. I'm Proverb Newsom. The Soul Journey starts right now. All right, welcome to Soldier, and I'm your host, Proverb Newsome. My guest today is Micah Newsome, who's actually my oldest son. Micah, how you doing today?
1: Good.
0: Great. Good to have you on the show, man. And we're going to just have a conversation and talk a little bit about your journey uh, in life, how you grew up. Just going to talk to you and ask you some questions, and hopefully um, some people will, you know, somebody will learn something along the way through our conversation. All right? Sound good? All right, man. So you're growing up uh, where, right? Palm Beach. West Palm Beach, Florida. That's right. And what what do I like to call this place?
1: Most people refer to it as paradise.
0: That's what I refer to it as, paradise, right? Let me ask you a question. If you could have been born in another state, which state would it have been?
1: Uh, probably something in the Midwest.
0: Midwest. Why, why the Midwest?
1: Because I feel like Florida, it's too close to the equator, so it's like always hot. Ah. I feel like somewhere in the Midwest. It would be like a mix, so you would get all see, get to see all the seasons.
0: What grade are you in, Micah?
1: I'm fifth grade.
0: Fifth grade. Uh, do you like fifth grade?
1: Yeah, but it gets challenging.
0: All right, so how does it get challenging? What's the most challenging thing in fifth grade right now?
1: Probably math, because I'm in the advanced math class. So that means we're doing not just sixth grade math in the fifth grade, but advanced sixth grade math. Okay. And so, yeah, sometimes it gets hard.
0: So you're actually doing schoolwork a year ahead of the grade you're in. Yeah. That's tight. Uh, does that program have a name?
1: It's called AMP.
0: Ampt. Okay. And how long have you been in the AMP program? Two years. Two years. All right. So you'll continue that till when?
1: I think it goes until high school and then it might go through high school and then you have some of your college classes done. So then that way you only, you have to like take less college classes while you're at college.
0: Okay. All right. That sounds good, man. So even if you, you transfer out of the current school into the, in the middle school, uh, your AMP program, you'll continue to do it. There. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go somewhere else. Um, tell me a little bit about your family.
1: I love my family, first of all. All right. Cause we do a lot of different things, and even though sometimes our, my parents, you, and mom embarrass me, I wouldn't have any other family. Cause we do fun stuff like play games, and we go out to dinner a lot mm-hmm. instead of eating at home. Yeah.
0: All right. Tell me about your brother.
1: My brother, Miles, even though sometimes I don't show it, I love him. Sometimes we get into arguments, but I love him. we can just, like, for example, last night we were just playing on our tablets together, and I just love when we can do that without arguing.
0: All right, yeah, me too. I actually enjoy it when you guys aren't arguing. It's a more peaceful vibe for everybody involved, for sure. Um, out of all the places you've been with your family, what do you think would be your favorite place? Vermont. <laughs> Vermont, why Vermont?
1: Because I just feel like the picturesque up there.
0: Okay, so it's picturesque a lot. Well, it wasn't really that picturesque. I mean, like, I the like, scenery was different for sure, mm-hmm. right? But it was like kind of gray. It got dark mad early. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's different than South Florida. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something different to see. Um, what else did you like about Vermont?
1: Well, like I enjoyed the temperature, but it was like a little too cold. I would like it to be maybe a little bit warmer yeah yeah
0: yeah I like, I like that too what's your second favorite place that you that you visited that you liked New York New York what about New York do you like
1: like I like how it's different than South Florida cause South Florida you get a couple places where there's a lot of people like you get to see the city mm-hmm. but then New York it has like everything it has like all the different boroughs they all bring something different
0: can like, you name the five boroughs
1: uh, probably not but I can try
0: alright let's give it a shot what do you got
1: Manhattan that's one Queens That's two Staten Island
0: Yeah That's three So you got Manhattan You got Staten Island You got Queens I don't know Brooklyn Brooklyn And then The Bronx So Manhattan Brooklyn Bronx Staten Island And Queens The Five Boroughs Yeah Shout out to New York City Also shout out to the Beastie Boys Who had an album called The Five Boroughs That's I'm a big hip hop fan, you know that though, right? What's your favorite type of music, Michael?
1: Rap, like Christian rap and non-Christian rap.
0: All right. So tell me who you who you who would you say is your favorite rapper? And you don't have to say me because I know it's not. <laughs> and I don't want you to lie to the people. So <laughs> who would you say is your favorite rapper? Could right. be it could be whoever. Just say. Right
1: now, I like listening to Lecrae. His album All Things Work Together.
0: Okay. All right. It's a good album, no doubt. I love it. That's that's your dude in the moment right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good. Good deal. All right. So is, is content uh, a big deal for you? Is content a big deal for like what, what they're saying uh, as opposed to just how it's being said or what it's being said over? Is that a big deal?
1: Sometimes. Cause I don't, I don't want to listen to something that's going to tell me a bunch of stuff that's not true or something, stuff that I don't need to be doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I love hip hop. You know that already. But I, I love hip hop, and I've loved hip hop for for decades. And I think that for me, the thing that matters most is is content. Um, it could be Christian rap. It could be secular rap. Content matters to me uh, because I I live to hear what somebody's perspective is and and how they're saying what they're saying. Um, that matters. I don't like to hear just a bunch of fluff or a bunch of trash or you know just I'm this I'm that or you know I got this and I got that mm-hmm. I that I, I don't really care about that I, I really want to hear your pers- your life perspective how you observe society what you see um, and and I want I want to hear that back you know what I mean yeah. so in, in in that respect I'm a bit of an old school kind of dude when it comes to rap because rap taught me a lot when I was your age, right? Yeah. Um, that's how I learned a lot of my black history was through groups like Boogie Down Productions, BDP, um, Public Enemy, uh, X-Clan, people like that, which <laughs> people who were listening to this podcast probably have no idea uh, of the groups I'm mentioning right now. But that in and of itself is a learning process because when I used to listen to that stuff and they would make mention of stuff I didn't know, what it would encourage me to do is run to a library and find out what they were talking about. Nowadays, with rap uh, and hip hop, the, the content is so light that you don't even have to do it. doesn't propel you to do anything except for just sit there, get yourself dumbed down and, um, you know, It doesn't inspire you it doesn't spark the mind at least in my opinion right i'm just some old dude who maybe has no cultural clue of what i'm talking about i doubt that but um that's my perspective but so i content always has and always will matter to me when it comes to hip-hop um i just like good music and i'm sure you do too all right man so um let me see what else can we get into micah obviously you know i'm your dad and so you grew up in like kind of a christian household but what would you say was the catalyst for you starting your own Christian walk and your own Christian journey?
1: Well, one Sunday, I can't remember the date right now, but somebody just told me he gotta he gotta do this. So, Pastor George, shout out to Pastor George.
0: What up, George?
1: He said something, um, just touched me, and so I think uh, I reached out to one of my um, like leaders at the time, mm-hmm. and then. They just helped me, and then, from there, I accepted Christ with you guys one night at home and yeah, that's pretty much what happened and Then, two years later, because at the time at my church, I was old enough to get baptized, I got baptized
0: all right, so tell me about that process between the between the time you actually um accepted Christ and the time you actually got baptized what what went down in between that? you said you were too young to get baptized, so what happened i mean how how did it go from conversion? to baptism what was the journey like in between
1: well after you come to know christ it's not just like a point where you can just stop just because you know him oh yeah i'm going to heaven Mm -hmm. you gotta keep going to church keep learning your stuff read the bible pray also doing devotions helps Mm -hmm. because it helps you like gives you something to do every day
0: yeah now was there was there something that you had to take part in at church in between being saved and then getting baptized was there something you had to do
1: Oh, yeah, there was when I...
0: Well, tell me about that. What was that?
1: It was called the New Believers Class. And after I accepted Christ, I went there for three or four Sundays. We sat down and we talked all about the Gospels, how to share the Gospel. We read a little bit of the Bible and uh, broke down exactly what it meant and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it just helped you come to know Christ even more. Just like I said, like not stopping just because you're going to heaven.
0: Right, right, right. And so after you took the New Believers Class... A few years went by, whatever, and you got to finally be baptized. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Uh, it was pretty exciting. It was a very casual baptism because it was at the beach. All right. With a lot of other people. But, yeah, I got there. They gave me a special family church shirt, which I still have. True. And I just, I went out there. A couple of my friends were there with me. You and Pastor George said something. Mm-hmm. Um, Baptized me and then I was baptized.
0: That's pretty cool, man. That's a unique experience. So tell me what what life has been like for you as a kid who is uh, 11 and, you know, professing that you're a professing believer in Jesus Christ. Tell me what what everyday life is like for you, like when you go to school and some of the struggles you might have as an 11-year-old Christian.
1: Well, I'm glad that no one is discriminating me just because I believe in Christ. Like mm-hmm. I know as you get older, some people start to get like more rude to you because of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. happens sometimes. And then life is just pretty normal outside of going to church and stuff.
0: Cool. Well, you know what, even if people do look down on you, it says, in, um I think it's first Timothy four, 12, let no one look down on you because of your age. Right. And uh, it's talking to people who are young believers like yourself Um And it says, show them, show yourself an example, right? Um, And it's a great verse for for young believers because it's kind of of like an encouragement because no matter what your age, really, uh, you're always gonna have people, haters, who look down on you because you follow Jesus and um, you wanna do what's right uh, according to his word and to the Bible and stuff like that. So it's kind of like just an encouragement, man. And it's also good to know that um, centuries and centuries of people just like us, follow Christ and, you know, had haters and and, and all that. Jesus himself had haters, um, but you can't let that discourage your walk and and all that. So tell me this. Have you ever, since you've been a Christian, had the chance to share your faith with somebody else, like a peer your age? Yeah. yeah? Tell me about that experience.
1: I told somebody at my old school that I used to go to, Garden School technology Arts. Arts, mm-hmm. forget exactly who, but I told somebody all about... Three circles, and then I invited them to church.
0: You you mentioned three circles. What what is that? Tell me about that.
1: So the three circles is kind of an like an image we use to help get the gospels into the people's gospel into people's minds. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's three circles. Okay. And explain them. Yeah, go ahead. First one is God's design, and so basically that's what God did when He created the world. He how He intended everything to be, and then sin leads us to the next circle, which is brokenness. And then, so brokenness is where we're all doing our own thing. We don't listen to God. We're all going our own separate ways and doing whatever we want to do. Everything except what God wants us to do. Mm-hmm. And then when we repent and believe in the gospel, that's when we can start covering, recovering and pursuing God's design.
0: Right from where you are, right? Yeah. What, what is the gospel? Tell me what that is. For people that might not know, what does that mean?
1: Um, The gospel is... Uh, term we use mm-hmm. that means Jesus came down to earth from where he was, his high position. He died on the cross for our sins, he was buried, and he went back to heaven uh one day he 's coming back
0: again right, yeah, so in a nutshell that 's it man that 's the gospel. Jesus came, he died, he was buried, he rose again, and he will be back um one day, and as christians that 's what we look forward to is for his return to set everything right with with our our world because we you know it's really easy to know that our world is broken when you look at the news and you hear things that happen and it's, it's not it's not a hard stretch. It's not a hard sell to know that the the world is not as he first designed it. Right. Yeah. Well, here's a cool thing about sharing the, the three circles and, and just sharing with somebody um, sharing Jesus at all. Is that really um, there's this pastor at our church. His name is Pastor Steve. He he always says, you never know who might need it. And they might have been praying for someone to, you know, might have been praying to God to give them a sign. um, And you could be that sign. Right. So but if we let fear stop us or the fact that we might get rejected, stop us, um, then they won't get the sign that they prayed for, at least not from us. Right. So he always says this statement, let the gospel be the filter. And in other words, you just present it and then once it's out there to the person that you're presenting it to, they will decide whether or not it's something that they want to get involved with. And I think that's brilliant uh, because really we would let a ton of stuff stop us. Uh, it's not the right time. It's not the right place. Or, you know, I, I'm going to get rejected or they'll they'll stop being my friend or whatever. But, you know, a true friend always tells their friend the truth. And if the truth is, um, as we know it to be, um, the gospel then why not share it with with our friends so that's good man that's real good and the cool thing about the Christian faith Micah is that we're following traditions that are centuries and centuries old man um, and, and it's so cool that you know Jesus himself was baptized the same that same way that you were baptized uh, he was baptized in the Jordan River and you were actually out in the elements just like he was man and to know that you did the same thing that Jesus did is, is really, and that we all as Christians who have been uh, baptized by immersion have done the same thing that Jesus has done. And then when we take the Lord's Supper, we're doing the same thing that Jesus and his disciples did. and And that tradition has passed all the way down from when he walked the earth till now. And that's just really cool to be a part of such a legacy like that. And that's what's to me that's what's cool about the christian faith uh anyway even you know when i get discouraged i can think about that and it, it makes me feel good um let me see we've covered you know your faith we've covered sports we've covered music hey listen it's been great talking with you micah and um thanks for being a guest on my podcast uh the sojourn where we learn about people's journey um and as an 11 year old kid i want to say uh you're very mature Thank you so much for being a part of it, and thank you for being my son. It's a blessing to have you as my son and, uh, and being able to do life together with you. So join us next time on The Soul Journey where we will find out about people's journeys, because that's what we do here, all right? We'll see you next time. That's a wrap for this episode of The Soul Journey. Hopefully you learned something were inspired and motivated to begin a journey of your own. Please email me your comments, questions, or even suggestions for my next guest at proverb.newsome at gmail.com. Once again, that's proverb.newsome at gmail.com. This has been The Soul Journey. Remember, life is a journey. Enjoy the trip.